Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Danielle Laura. She is a two-time award-winning best-selling author and an energy and relationship expert based in Florida. How are you doing today, Danielle? I'm doing wonderful, Brad. Thanks for having me. It is my honor and my pleasure. I know you and I have been trying to connect and get this done for a while, so it's great to finally have you here and be able to... Uh, dive into your story and hear a bit about your journey. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Thank you for having me. So as I mentioned, you're a two-time number one best-selling award-winning author and energy and relationship expert, a certified Reiki master, and the founder of The Hot Method. Danielle, you had a life-changing experience at the age of seven. Can you talk to us a bit about that experience? Sure. You know, I remember uh, I was going with my mom actually to visit my aunt who worked at a hospital and we had gotten off on the wrong floor and we got off on the pediatric oncology floor. And I remember seeing all of these kids that didn't have hair and that were like, you know, stuck to IVs and walking around that just didn't look like they were feeling well. And I remember in in that moment, like it was beyond just empathy of like feeling for them and like feeling that they weren't feeling well. It was like, I, I felt, I felt their energy. It was like, I felt the immensity of their entire being. And it was like, I knew something, I had to help them in some way. And I didn't really know how but it's like, I felt everything in that moment. It's almost like I took on the energy of of everything around me, but I didn't know what it was at that time. But I remember it so specifically and it stuck with me really the rest of my life of this calling to the healing profession. And so really that day forward, my life was a kind of continual progression through the medical field and healthcare into what I thought was going to be my calling, which ended up being a little bit different. But yeah, that was a pretty life altering moment for me. Wow. So you ended, you got off on the wrong floor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just hit you. Like you just felt all of this energy and. Yeah. Yeah. In a way that was just like weird for like a seven-year-old, you know, it was something that I had never experienced before, but was so profound. I still remember it even to this day. You're probably thinking like, what the hell is this? What am I feeling? I mean, did you, yeah. did you tell your mom? Yeah. And I was like, what, you know, well, how can we help them? Like what's, what's wrong? I have to help them. And it was like this just conviction over me. That's like, I'm going to help them. I have to, I have to help people heal. And it was just like this, this odd, like epiphany, just like moment of clarity in that second that really like just solidified in my heart. And I went on that journey ever since then. 
That is incredible. So as you said, this experience set you on your path later in life, which started out with a career in the nursing field and Mm -hmm. pediatric oncology. How long did you work in that world for? In the nursing world, about six years. Okay. Now, this work and mission you were on also took a toll on your own personal health and well-being. Can you speak to us a bit about that experience? Yes. You know, having been somebody who felt energy, right, and could really actually like took on the energy of other people working in healthcare when you're working around sick people, sick kids, that was that was something that I had no idea was affecting me to such great length. It really, I was taking on a lot of somatic, you know, somatic issues and things that stress related issues in my own body because really, because I was feeling so deeply for these people and wanted to help them in such a profound way that it, it actually, like I took all of that on myself and, and developed a lot of stress related issues, autoimmune issues, severe life threatening allergies things like this, that at the time I didn't know what was wrong with me. I went to doctor after doctor thinking, oh my gosh, I'm in some sort of health crisis. Everything always came back normal. And I didn't understand. I was like, I'm not making this up. This is not in my head. But now in hindsight, you know, coming to realize, which is a huge part of my story was it was all energy that I was feeling and taking on that I just didn't know how to regulate at that point in my life. Incredible. So was this what kind of I guess, for lack of a better term, put an end then to your nursing career, this health crisis you went through? Like, did you decide that at that time you were going to step away from nursing? A little bit. It was more so that I was like, okay, there's healing in the physical, but I felt like in traditional healthcare, there is, there's kind of a gap between healing of the physical versus like mental as well versus energetic. And so I thought, okay, so maybe if I go and get my master's in counseling and I work from like the more psychological end of things, maybe that will be like the missing link. Maybe then I'll fully understand and really be able to help people beyond just the physical. Right. So I did that. And so that got, then I went and got my master's in counseling. Okay. Worked in that realm for a while And I kind of became a little bit disillusioned because I realized yet again, there's something missing for, there was something beyond just the mental and just the physical that I couldn't put my finger on, but that I was, I was living the experience of, which was the whole energetic and spiritual perspective of things. And that's where I was like, okay, I have got to figure (laughs) out the missing link here. Am I freaking crazy? I literally thought something was wrong with me. So that's when, yeah. So kind of shifting from the nursing to, to the counseling. And then I ended up running a medical center thinking I'm going to make change and all of that. But all of that really long story short to basically (laughs) say, I, I became obsessed with uncovering what the real issue was and what was really going on beyond the surface, which is why I became obsessed with the study of energetics. It finally made sense to me. Like energy medicine finally yeah. was like the missing link for me and opened up, really transformed my life as I really dove headfirst into it. Now, how long did you work in the counseling world? I mean, was there a, a pivotal moment where you just said, okay, this isn't working either. This isn't feeding my soul. I'm not accomplishing what I set out to do here. It's time to leave. Was there a light bulb moment there too? Yes, it was kind of like, you know, I I definitely believe in therapy for for a certain number of things. However, just talking about your issues over and over for like 10 years isn't actually going to solve anything. And it was kind of like this disillusionment again of, 
okay, like I, this is therapy is just not the end all be all. I think it's an amazing segue, amazing opening up to really get to know yourself, but there has to be something else as well for you to really want to explore and open up to. So just doing that as well felt like there was something missing and it felt like I couldn't, you know, I couldn't just give my all to this anymore because it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like the impact I knew I was really, really meant to make. It felt like there was something more. Right. So following all of this, you then had yet another life altering moment or awakening where you discovered the world of energy. Can you talk a bit about that? Yes. So, you know, as, as I shared, I was like obsessed with figuring out what is the missing link here? Right. because I had understood, you know, I physically I was going through all of these different tests and things like that emotionally, like I understood everything, you know, psychologically from the counseling perspective, everything. And I'm like, what is the missing link? Like, what are people what is the missing link to true, like lasting healing? And I really wanted to figure that out for myself because I had an amazing life. I had the life most people work their whole lives for. Amazing salary, beautiful home. I was married at the time, had dogs, like, you know, the whole picture. Yeah, perfect the whole life. nine yards. Yeah. Yeah. And yet I still wasn't fulfilled. And I just thought like, is there something wrong with me? Like I should be so happy. I should be so grateful. Like I have the best life and I was grateful, but Uh it was like, I just cannot fathom living this life every day for the next, you know, 50 years and calling it a life. There's just no way. And it was, it was just this like, I call it, I refer to it as soul death, where it's like, you just, you know, not to be dramatic or anything, but the soul death, it's like when you're doing, when everything looks right, you're checking off all the boxes on paper, you have everything you want in life. And yet it's just still feels like there's something missing. Yeah. And that was kind of that, that really pivotal moment for me that I had to get really raw and real with myself and face the music and, and ask myself really for the first time ever what is missing and who am I even doing all of this for in the first place? And is this even what I want? Is this even what I believe my purpose is? Or did I kind of do this by default because I just didn't know better? All of these questions I had to start really asking myself and being honest with myself about, and it's not always easy to be honest with ourselves because no, we're conditioned. It's not. Not at all. Right? Yeah. Cause we're conditioned to believe that we should be a certain way or we should do this. Cause the world says, if you do yes. this, you're going to have success or you do this and you're going to be happy but it's really a personalized journey. So all of that to say, I had to get really crystal clear with myself around the fact that I was kind of living for everyone else, uncovered energetics, understood the whole energy medicine thing, finally uncovered that this, this quote unquote, like plague that I thought I had my whole life of feeling all these people's energy and intuitively knowing things about people and situations was actually my greatest gifting. It was actually my superpower. And so when I learned that and like really flipped my mindset around, oh my gosh, I have this curse to, oh my God, this is my greatest superpower. How can I use this to change the world? That was that really pivotal moment for me to be like, okay, how do I get to use this to change the world? What do I get to do? And then I really went on that journey of self-discovery and and eventually left corporate and to start my own business. That's incredible. It must've been like a, a complete unburdening almost like, Uh, And the world was lifted off your shoulders and you could feel free and feel like be yourself kind of thing. Totally. Yes. That's amazing. Now, how long had you known or felt that you had these gifts of being an intuitive healer and energy worker? I mean, I know you said at seven, you felt this energy, but I mean, 
most people that have these gifts do know that they have them from a very young age, usually. So yeah. did you know then at the age of seven that, and just kind of suppressed it all because of this whole image that you're supposed to upkeep. And like you said, that the home and all that and so forth. I mean, obviously not at seven years old, of course, but did you know back then? I did, but I didn't know how to articulate it. I didn't know consciously like what that was, but I knew I was different. And even throughout my life, like just being that person that everybody would come to with their problems or their deepest, darkest secrets, right? And trusting me, even people randomly, like in a grocery store, right? Like the most random things. Yes. I'll just be in a grocery store line and the person in front of me will just turn to me and start talking to me and start bawling their eyes out about what they're (laughs) going through. And then I'll say like a couple words and I don't even know what I'm saying, you know, and (laughs) They'll be like, oh my God, I feel so much better. I feel like a huge weight just lifted off of me. And I was like, that's amazing, right? I was like, what I was doing but this is the whole thing like I think like that's the whole the whole essence of the presence of of having those those healing gifts people can literally just be in your presence and feel happy or feel lighter or feel more free or feel fully expressed so that's something that I definitely was a theme throughout my life for sure but yeah I did know my whole life I think I think I suppressed it a lot because a it didn't fit into the world of western medicine it didn't match you know empirical data and science and all of these things it couldn't necessarily be explained and two, yeah, the weight of the world, you know, the weight of the world being like, that would be weird, or you're completely crazy, or wow, you need psychotic medication, right? right. Like, whatever the case might be, the labels, I think, as well, the fear of that also really kind of took over, I think, a lot of the time. Well, I mean, especially you working in the field of Western medicine, being a yeah. nurse, and, and I mean, that must have been, you must have been torn. Yeah, absolutely, I was, Absolutely. So what kind of an internal struggle was it for you then at first, like when you came of of age to properly understand and, and be in tune with it, for you to come to grips with and understand and realize the gifts you had? I would say it wasn't until I actually left corporate to start my own business, which was four years ago now. I didn't really feel comfortable until that point. Until wow. I knew, okay, I am my own boss. There's nobody that can fire me. There's, yeah. you know, if somebody thinks that I'm crazy, then whatever, that's their own opinion. I can't, you know, <laughs> it's not going to affect like my life that right. much, right? Unless I choose to just completely, you know, let it affect me. Right. Things like that. So what you had really wasn't until I started my own business and really started truly embodying this in my business and helping others do it for themselves as well and master their intuition, master their energy and understand what that was. It really wasn't until that point that I felt fully comfortable in that. Wow. That's, that's quite a, a, a long time to internalize and struggle with those things internally. Absolutely. And that's, I think what created so many of the stress related health issues, you know, right. because when you're living with, with suppression, it could be anything at all, right. Anything mm-hmm. whatsoever. When you're living with that weight within you, it causes immense level of stress on the body, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, everything. But when you can come to terms with opening up to that freedom of who you are and, and what you're doing and what you're here for, that's what creates a freedom that allows you to like sleep at night, right? And to like yeah. breathe easily and to not have so many health <laughs> issues and things like that. Yeah, for sure. So Danielle, do you believe that everyone has that ability within them to be an intuitive and it's just a matter of whether or not the individuals actually tap into or discover those abilities? 
Yes, I do. I believe we are all gifted with intuition. It's just a matter of whether or not we want to really open up and explore it and allow ourselves to know that all the answers really are inside of us. So yeah, I definitely believe with the right guidance, anybody can access that part of themselves. So that's, that's basically part of your business or a big part of it that you teach your clients how to access and tap into. Exactly. Yes. Okay. How have these experiences, these personal experiences that you've been through helped shape the Danielle you are today, do you think? You know, it showed me that life is not linear, that emotions are not linear, that success is not linear, that you really can't predict necessarily what's going to happen. You don't have to see the whole staircase. For somebody like me, who is a type A former uh, recovering perfectionist, you know, who had <laughs> to know, perfectionist. <laughs> yes, who had to know the whole plan and see the whole staircase before taking action. I really, all of this stuff has really helped me come to the realization that, you know what, you, you just have to see the next step and take the step and then you'll see the next one and the next one and the next one. And when you do that and you just learn to trust yourself in every moment, that's when life really opens up for you. That must have been, I mean, that's essentially deprogramming your brain to not see the whole staircase and take it one step at a time. That must have been incredibly tough. It is. And I would not say that that anyone fully masters that, so to speak. I think that's something that you constantly have to, on a day-to-day basis, sometimes hour-to-hour, moment-to-moment basis, decondition and and reframe the mindset of, I'm in this moment, here and now, all I can control is my actions, thoughts, and beliefs in this very moment, because that is what is going to produce the next action and result and belief that's going to lead to the next step and the next step and the next step. Right. Yeah. Mindset is a huge part of so, I mean, it's, it's integral to everything. You, if you, if you can wrap your head around and get into the right mindset, your, your whole world will open up completely. Yes. 100%. But it's so tough to do. Yeah, I think that's where the guidance comes in. Right. <laughs> Having someone in your life that can kind of help walk beside you as a guide and kind of mirror back to you what's coming up for you. Because sometimes we can just get in the thick of it to where we can't even see our hand in front of our face yeah. right? because we can get so in it. Yeah. Right. What inspires or lights you up the most about the work you do? Oh, the breakthroughs, allowing, literally witnessing and walking side by side somebody completely altering their entire life kind of coming alive, right? They're, they're, when you see their lights turn on, maybe for the first time ever, <laughs> and they get it and they get their power and they get like their their purpose and they step into that it, with such a conviction and clarity behind it, that you just witnessing that breakthrough and being a part of that is the best part of my life. I like the way you put that, seeing their lights turn on. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes. That's incredible. <laughs> Now, as previously mentioned, you are the founder of The Hot Method. Can you tell us what that is and how you founded this or came up with it? Yes. The Hot Method is essentially a method that I've come up with that allows you to really tap in and tune into the essence of who you are. It's essentially the method of self-mastery. So HOT stands for Honest, Open, and Transparent. So we really are incorporating the conscious, energetic, physical, and spiritual parts of you 
to open up to who you are at your core. So really mastering your intuition, the connection to yourself, your energetics, your energetic blueprint, how you really thrive in this world, as well as your relationships to yourself and to others so that you can really have that amazing, like that, I call it the sovereign success and the deep fulfillment that you really, really desire. So we open up, we get crystal clear, we face the things that maybe you have never faced before in your entire life okay. and really illuminate the light on those things so that you can break through them and do be and have what you really desire in this world. That's some really deep and hard work because a lot of people, and I'm sure you can attest to this, they don't want to go inside and look inside and go deep down and dark into the dark depths of ourselves, right? Yeah, because that's messy and that can be painful. But I always say the quickest way to the light is straight through the darkness. If we can just face those parts of ourselves and walk through it with a trusted advisor, with somebody that we know is there holding space for us, judgment-free and illuminating that path, that is the quickest way that we are going to have long-lasting success in, in any domain of our life that we choose. I love that quickest way to is straight through the darkness. I love it. The work you do has been described by your clients as soul medicine and spiritual surgery. Can you tell us a bit about your approach when working with clients? Yes. My approach is really multidimensional. It's really a combination, like I said, of like the conscious, the unconscious and subconscious mind, the energetics, the physical, the spiritual. We really delve into every part of who you are. A lot of other, you know, other types of this work will focus on maybe like one part of you, but it, we really need to address the holistic view of who, who you are at your core to be able to uncover and do be and have really, like I said, what, what it is that you truly desire. So going to the place where everything is safe, first of all, creating that level of safety where you can be fully expressed. You know, you can come to the table. It's like we're putting everything on the table, everything. Things that maybe you have never in your life felt safe to express. Maybe things that you have suppressed for so long, you didn't even know were deep inside. Uh And coming to that place where it's completely safe, knowing judgment-free, I'm just here to help guide you. Let's, but in order for us to do that, we've got to be raw and real. So I would say it's a combination of like that motherly love as well as like that best friend that's going to tell like speak truth to you and be like, yeah. no, this is the part of you that's crazy. Let's <laughs> fix that. Right. And so it's kind of like, it's both, right. It's, it's the loving, nurturing and the tough love that is going to allow you to actually transform that maybe right. no one else will ever have the courage to say to you. Awesome. Danielle, you've made it your mission to create more embodied leaders that contribute to the rise of humanity by activating an unshakable trust within and cultivating a deep connection within their relationships and developing bold conviction in their purpose. Why is this so personally important to you? I deeply believe, especially from my own life, that if we, if we don't truly know ourselves, know our power and have the relationship to ourself first, that is unshakable, then we're probably not going to have the deeply connected relationships with others or the impact or the income or the fulfillment that we really want because we're not being honest with ourselves. So it really starts first from that bold conviction within you, knowing yourself, being hot with yourself, uncovering who you are so that you can then more fiercely and potently relate to the world around you as well. Getting honest and getting raw and real. Yeah. As mentioned earlier, you are a two-time number one best-selling and award-winning author. Can you talk to us a bit about the books you've written? Tell us a bit about each of them. 
Yes. So one is called Dear Love, I'm Ready for You. And it's a book with a few other female authors that are also amazing. And in my part of the book, I talk about the journey of returning back to inner love after heartbreak and rediscovering who you are and really shifting your paradigm in a new forward direction of where you truly want to go as you come back to the freedom of your own soul. And the other is called Unleashing Her Wild. And it's all about freeing feminine instincts and intuition as guides to a more awakened life. So I talk about what that looks like for me, um, methods that you can use to start mastering your intuition and your energy and uncovering that for yourself so that you can break free from anything that might be holding you back. Excellent. And these are available, of course, all platforms where you can purchase books, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, all of that stuff, right? Yes. Uh huh. So do you work specifically and only with women then? Danielle? No, I don't. I okay. work with a lot of women, but I do work with men as well. And a lot of couples. That is okay. a huge thing I love doing. Okay. But the majority of your clients, I guess you would have to say is probably female, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's just organically how it's happened. It's not like you're per- in particular targeting women in general. It's just the way right. things naturally have unfolded. Exactly. Okay. Just curious. To date, what would you say is your biggest high or your greatest win? In all of life or in business? In life. Mm. I would say truly making my dreams my reality. I can honestly say that I remember the days like years ago where I prayed for the things that I have now, which is a thriving business that absolutely lights my soul on fire. I'm literally living my soul's work every single day. That is freaking amazing to me. (laughs) I bought a home on the water last year, which I've always, since I was a little kid, wanted to live on the water for whatever reason. Have my amazing dogs, amazing friends. I feel amazing family. I just feel incredibly blessed, like genuinely fulfilled. The things that I've wanted and have felt called to become in this world, I have become and am still becoming. And I feel really amazed by that. Danielle has finally arrived. (laughs) Well, we're, you know, we're always arriving. It's always a growth and expansion process, but I think there's a level of just a level of peace you can have in your heart when you say, I'm going to do that. And then you do it, you know? Well, I mean, at least your soul is now being fed and not sucked. Yes. Right. Totally. Yes. What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? My intuitive gifting. Absolutely. Being able to see beyond the surface Mm -hmm. into the very root cause of what someone is going through or dealing with or um, being stopped by so that they can have that level of breakthrough and and explaining it and kind of mirroring it back to someone in a way that they actually get it maybe for the first time ever. Okay. Speaking of success, how do you define the word success? What does that word mean to you? Well, I think success is very personalized. I would define success as being able to bring to fruition whatever it is that you desire, whether that's something that you want, who you are becoming, somewhere you're going to go, whatever it is, but being able to say, yes, I did it. I tried and I have what it is that I set out for. And that might look different. The journey getting there might be completely different than you could have had planned, but it's the fact that you didn't give up. You continue to persist no matter what. Love it. What would you say is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? Oh, to not stress the small stuff. 
Because <laughs> like I said, as a recovering perfectionist and type yeah. A personality, I was very prone in my earlier years and my growing up as well as my 20s to just stress about every little thing. So when I finally took in that advice of like, don't stress the small stuff, probably not going to matter in five years. That was really life changing when I actually took it to heart. <laughs> <laughs> you've been, it had been there and you've been told many times, but until you actually put that into action. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Danielle, what would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? What was your life like after learning it? I would say for sure, learning to trust myself and to trust that still small voice, that intuition. Before trusting that and implementing that in my life, I was constantly kind of second guessing things, overanalyzing things, being paralyzed with decision-making overanalyzing everything. And after that, now I'm able to fiercely trust myself and make decisions quickly because I know when my intuition is speaking to me and I trust it unshakably. So things get to feel easier and get to feel more in flow as a result of that. Amazing. What makes you feel inspired or like your best self? A lot of things, man, <laughs> to, to put that down to one, I, I think connection, yeah. human connection, seeing someone flourish or just open up kind of, like I said earlier, like seeing their lights turn on, <laughs> that is just so inspiring to me. I love that analogy. Seeing, seeing their lights turn on. I love it. Yeah. What does the word empowerment mean to you? Oh, empowerment to me. I feel is a level of courage and conviction and confidence around whatever it is that you're either doing, being, or, or wanting in this world, that you do it with such a grounded energy because you are coming from this beautifully empowered place. Beautiful. What is your personal motto? My personal motto is be the change and love always wins. I love it. What do you think the most common reason for people failing or giving up is? I think that people don't understand or fully believe in their power. And so that holds them back or, or they believe, you know, the quote unquote, the lies that other people have spoken over them, right. Of mm -hmm. not enough or you're, you can't do this or whatever. So I think not, yeah, what it really comes down to is not fully believing or understanding the potency of their true power and what they're capable of. A self-limiting belief it is a huge yeah. crippler. I mean, yeah. It's enough that we deal with or have to deal with external noise from external sources and all the naysayers and whatnot. But the, the self-limiting belief is a thousand times worse. Yeah. If we can just learn to get the fuck out of our own way, get out of our yeah. own heads, it's, it'll make a huge difference. Totally. Okay, we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So the next group of questions okay. will just be one, two, three word answer type things. Okay. Okay, cool. How would you describe yourself in one word? Intuitive. If you were stranded on a deserted island and could only have one item, what would it be? My journal. Money or fame? Money, because then you can make an impact. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. What is your favorite stress reducing activity? Meditation. What's one thing you want, but cannot buy with money? I would say a family, an amazing family of my own. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? That you have all of the answers inside of you and it's safe to trust yourself. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change? I would change this aspect of fear and transmuting it to love. 
and acceptance, even though you might be totally different or have differing views from others. What's the first thing you think when I say the word future? Children. I think children are the future for sure. What is one of your favorite entrepreneurial books? Oh, I would say The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Okay. I will have to check that one out. I've not heard of that one. Yes. It's not like just geared towards entrepreneurship, but it is the most relevant, I think, entrepreneurship book that I've ever read. Okay. Entrepreneur life is? An amazing adventure. (laughs) (laughs) An adventure it is. The last book or podcast I listened to or read was? Uh, Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. That concludes our rapid fire section. If you could sit down, Danielle, and have a one-hour conversation with anyone in the world, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Oh my gosh, this is like the hardest question I think ever. (laughs) How do you choose? I'm just going to go with the first thing that popped into my head, and that is Jesus. Okay. And why? I think to be in the mind of, to be able to have a conversation directly with Jesus, right? Regardless of your faith, some people, you know, you may think you're, you know, you can speak to Jesus anytime, but to have, to ask questions and really get into the mindset and heart of decisions and all that he had to do, I would think that would just be the most fascinating conversation ever. Okay. What's the most recent investment you've made in yourself? I just added more people on to my team in my business and we're going to keep rising. I totally believe that for you to continue to grow and scale where you need to be, you've got to have the right people helping you get there. You can't do it by yourself. For sure. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. If you could set up a billboard anywhere, where would you put it and what would it say? Oh, where would I put it? I would put it on every major highway (laughs) (laughs) and I would say... Get hot and know yourself. Love it. What is one of your biggest failures or life lessons or teachable moments, if you will? And what did you learn from it? I would say most recently being really discerning with who you do business with and making sure that their level of integrity is at the same level as yours and that you're on the same page with where you're headed, because that can be an extremely expensive mistake. For sure. If you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? I think you did an amazing job. These are (laughs) phenomenal questions. I'm going to have to just say you did awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. What gives you the motivation to keep going, Danielle? I believe it's truly the conviction behind my calling. I really believe with every fiber of my being that I am here to make a difference in the world and help people evolve and change and transform. And that is such an inspiring energy to me that there's no way I can't keep going when I feel that each day. Beautiful. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? I would say probably my parents. You know, I'm really blessed to have amazing parents who always instilled in me integrity and work ethic and really a belief that I can do anything I set my mind to. And I think that has been definitely a catalyst to to my success in the world. Yeah, that is so important having that support system. And especially, I mean, instilling those values in our kids from a young age so that they do grow up and know, and it just becomes second nature or ingrained in them that, you know what, you can accomplish anything you want in life. Absolutely anything is possible. The possibilities are endless. That's, yeah. that's so key. 
Yes. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? I would say focus on what really matters and tune out the people and circumstances and situations that are just trying to be a distraction. I love it. Lastly, Danielle, if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? Oh man, I would say you are so much more capable and powerful than you could possibly know. Allow yourself to become honest, open, and transparent and get to the core of who you are and what you're here for. Because as you uncover that, you are inevitably going to change the world just by being in it. And when you're living with that level of passion and inspiration for everything that you do, you can't help but be fulfilled and experience a joy that then overflows into everyone in your life. Love it. That's beautiful. Danielle, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey with us. This has been an incredibly inspirational conversation. I've enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it. You are a true inspiration. I love the work you're doing. I love the mission you're on. It's just absolutely incredible. And I appreciate you. and, And thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share that with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Brad. I've loved every minute as well. Thank you for your work also. Thank you. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Danielle Laura. She is a two-time award-winning best-selling author and an energy and relationship expert based in Florida. Thank you so much, Danielle. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.